you're listening to another Coffees with Toffees podcast. I'll be your host, Flub, and this is the Flub Date. We got a great show for you tonight. We have about three different things that I want to go over. First off, I want to talk about that this is going to be the last cast for me on Coffee with Toffees. So it is not Coffees with Toffees last cast by any means, but this is just a kind of a segue to get out of the whole program. He's been really kind to me, but we'll get more into that here in a little bit. Uh, we're going to move into also the qual- qualifier prediction, so if you're interested in that, stay tuned for that. If you're listening to this later in the future, you may want to kind of skip this part for a little bit, maybe skip the first 10 minutes. But other than that, this is going to be great for you guys, get you guys those easy, easy battle points. And then lastly, we have three different crazy flub ideas that I have developed over the past six months. And I wanted to leave you guys with something great on this last cast, so this is what I decided to do. So, for my last cast, kind of going back to that, this is my last cast on the Coffees with Toffees network. It is not my last cast overall, so I'm going to be doing plenty of podcasts over on a different studio that me and Kimbrel have started, and we're going to give you all the information for that, and you can kind of follow us there for next week. If you follow my Twitter, you can always follow a lot of different things along there. There's also the Zombie Panda Twitter, and I'll give both of those at the end of the show, so you guys can see that. Uh, I know I promised you guys that we would be talking a little bit about my run through the qualifiers that I went that I had yesterday on Brewmaster's Draft, but I was not able to actually commit to that because my teammate was a little off balance and he got his internet cut out and then we couldn't actually get into the match because we were down a person. And it was a whole big hullabaloo, but... Sadly, we were just able to not really play, so I'm not really able to talk about that too much, but the qualifiers did happen. And they were ha- they were happening over the past four days. So I kind of want to let you guys know about the qualifiers that are coming up, and let you know about the guys who I think are going to win. Well, I know that are going to win on the, the on these different circuits. So without further ado, let's switch over to that setup and let's get into the Dota Dota client. So we have a lot of different things here that I want to kind of talk about. There's obviously obviously these twelve different teams on these different places that they will qualify for into TI. So we're going to be looking at these qualifiers and seeing where the teams are going to get. On the NA qualifiers, there's two slots for that. And it's the first place and second place for the NA qualifiers. And I was thinking about it and I was looking over the NA qualifiers and this is actually the hardest region for me to look over and decide. Maybe maybe CEA might be a little bit harder, but the North American qualifiers has a lot of potential in it and it has a lot of hidden potential in it. So the ones I went with though at the end were Team NP for first place and Digital Chaos for second. And I'll explain why I went into that. Because honestly I don't think that Team Red is looking strong enough to be anywhere. But really, if you look at the other teams, or, or we will wet wreck while whistling. I don't think either Team Red or will wet wreck while, whist- while whistling are top tier at this point, or second tier really, but for these teams. But Team Freedom and Complexity kind of have, they're on, on a balance beam right now, and they could really push over to the to their side of being actually very competitive and very useful in in their tournaments. I think that they have strong players on their team. I I know that they have strong players on their team. It's just they have they haven't found the right combination to really propel them into a stardom area. But they they have some chance. And the the three that I kind of knocked it down to were Planet Odd, Digital Chaos, and NP. And when I kind of looked at 
what I was realizing in the past uh, at the past games, Planet Odd was very strong, and I was really a big fan of theirs for a long time. But they lost a lot of their momentum in the last, I would say, three months, four months. They just don't really look like the same team that they once were. And I look at NP and Digital Chaos, and they just seem to be on a upward swing instead of a downward lull. And that's why I'm going to put them as my as my top two. And NP, they have a certain drafting style that goes around, and they kind of create their own meta around them because they don't really follow traditional rule sets for different things. Envy plays a lot of different weird styles and kind of develops a different pattern. They also do play within the meta at the same time. So the qualifiers are really good to have a team like that who can kind of go in and out of the meta. And I say that because like TI qual that when you're actually at TI, the meta is pretty rigid and there's a lot of heroes that people have poured over for months and found certain ways to break the game at that point and they're not going to really reveal any of that and that's they still have those strategies in the qualifiers but they're not going to reveal those until it's at the very last breaking point so it's more about the team it, team's individual gameplay and team NP plays really well together I really respect a lot of their gameplay together and they have played a lot together in the past you know odd five years off off and on so there's a lot, a lot of give there, and I really respect that team. Also, Digital Chaos. If those of you who haven't been paying paying attention in the recent news lately, but Abed has been almost breaking 10k at this point. He's, I think he's, I believe the last time I checked, he was 9,925. So not saying that MMR is only the most only important thing, and that that's the only thing that matters, but MMR does have some weight in the process and I it does mean especially when you are the highest person or maybe the possibly the first person to get past a milestone that does represent something great about a player and it's not only that but he has a lot of plays in the past six months that you could say you could kind of go go back to and be like oh man did you see Abed's Meepo play did you see his Invoker play did you see his like you could list off all these different heroes and Unless if if teams don't focus his potential down, I think that Digital Chaos is going to do well. And some teams get really cocky versus Digital Chaos and think that they can just play through Abed and they don't have to worry about those heroes. So I feel like they're going to have that cockiness again, get that, that bravado up, and Digital Chaos is going to take advantage. Then we have the essay qualifiers. And... Not essay qualifiers. The... Uh, South American qualifiers. And if you look at these teams, you have Team uh, Elite Wolves, Infamous, and S SGE Sports are really the only notable teams. So it's a, kind of hard to do this, the region, but at the same time, it's not really that big of a deal because you could see some random teams com coming up and maybe possibly, you know, getting in at a random slot and beating out these teams. But really, Infamous, when you look at the the way that they play within their region, they stop their region a lot of times. And I chose Infamous because they have a very strong matchup within their own region. When they get outside of it and they play other teams in different styles and different metas, it, they fall apart. So in the actual qualifiers though, they will beat everyone else. And I think Infamous is a definite sure thing. 
Going into the EU side of things, EU qualifiers, there's one team that stands out and it's Team Secret. Team Secret has a lot of potential, it's a very solid team, and there's a lot of different teams on here that I wish that were really good, like Team Crescendo, but I haven't seen them play at a very skilled level in quite some time. They have a lot of problems on the team right now, they have a lot of nuance and they're not really finding themselves and it's too early to it's too early to it's too close to ti not too early too close to ti to have those types of doubts in, in a team so really it's going to be team secret is number one and i was looking through all the others and honestly team mouse sports is probably the my second favorite alliance has gone through so many changes yes they they dropped loda and i think that that was a good move on their part because Loda was just not feeling the game he didn't really seem to be as dedicated into the the Dota way of thinking or maybe he was maybe I just don't see it from his perspective and he was super dedicated he just lost some of his lost some of his drive that he once had and I think it's good that they brought in all these different people and they've all like played together before so Team Alliance is actually one that I was looking at but the others really don't put that much potential out on the, on the board. Danish Bears used to be good, kind of, but not really. So Mouse Sports is a team that stick, stick together and played together quite a bit. And that's something to be said for qualifiers and all of these types of lower level tournaments. Is that when you get teams that have played together over and over and over, they tend to do a lot better and you'll find ways to get around another team because they'll they can slip up very easily but by picking the wrong thing whereas if you played together a lot you know the limits of your teammates and you know the strengths of theirs as well so i think they're going to take the second place hands down team navi are probably the ones i'm going to be going for in the cis qualifiers i know they've been playing very badly but Honestly, they have been quite a new team. If they switch some stuff up around, they have a lot of talent on their team. They have a lot of potential. And you look at all the other guys on there. I, you know, Cyber Anji could be a contender. Team Spirit could be a contender. But honestly, I think that Navi are going to get their get their shit together, and they are going to be able to take down anyone in the in their CS qualifiers cis qualifiers all right we're going to be moving on to china now china has three places for their for their qualifiers just like the sea and china i feel the most comfortable about if there's one that if you come away from this experience you're like all right flub i i hear what you're saying i think you're good you got some good points but i'm not quite sure about how you feel about all these different things believe me on china because China, I've been watching a lot lately, and I feel like there's a lot of potential in their lineup. LGD Forever Young is a crazy good team right now, and I think that they're going to take first place. They have some great ways of looking at the game, some great ways of understanding the potential of certain heroes and plotting around that movement. They, just, they, they play like no other Chinese team that I really see. Certain Chinese teams have a certain viability of playing in certain roles, and they still do that. They still have that, but they they look at the game in a different different mode almost than other teams would. IG Vitality are another team that just straight up looks strong. They have great 
great team members in it and they just play well together a team that are definitely ones to look out for now this last pick is a pick that VGJ, they haven't been doing great lately, but they have been invited to all these different tournaments. And when they are going up against other teams outside of China, they tend to do a little bit worse than expected. But when they are playing versus their their own region, their own style, then they have a way of looking at the game that can surpass people that could be better than them. So really, VGJ are the ones that I'm, I'm, I'm really going to go with. And there's people who would say that VG Gaming or LGD, just original LGD, would be great. And I hear you. I hear you. Possibly eHome. And these, they just don't have the same pack punch that these other teams do. Especially LGD Forever Young. Forever Young are a great team right now. And I would be surprised if they don't make it to TI. They are looking nasty. We got... Over on the SEA side, though, this is this is a tough one. This is a tough one. I think that Team Faceless is definitely going to bring it because when the, when the chips get when things get tough and they get into tournaments that they really want to be at, they do play their hardest and they do really boot camp up. So I think that Faceless is going to boot camp up, come at this real strong, and they're going to take the first place. Now this is now this is kind of a thing that I was also thinking of is that T. TNC has been had some games where I was like, "Wow, this is some incredible gameplay! I can't wait to see what's 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 ahead for this team." And they kind of go back and forth with TNC. There's a lot of give and take. So I think that they're not going to get first, but they're definitely going to get second. And the the third place guys, I'm have a firm belief that it's going to be Clutch Gamers. And I believe it's going to be Clutch Gamers because Clutch Gamers have a very similar thing to a lot of these other teams on this list. Is that they are very good versus their own region. When you look at their own region, their own meta, they have a great way of breaking it down and understanding the game and the potential of what, what other teams are going to be picking. When they break out of that, though, I don't see them being quite as strong. So I, I think that Faceless and TNC, if they play correctly, they can take it away from them. But honestly, I, I could see even Clutch Gamers getting first in this area. If they beat, if they could, I, they've beat Faceless a couple times. They've beat TNC a couple times in the past few months. And it, they, they have a lot of potential on their team when it's in their own region-sponsored tournaments. I just don't see them getting far when they actually get, get together. So there's a lot of teams like that on this list, though. And... That's what you got to look at, right? Because a, a lot of these teams are facing off versus each other in their own type of environment, and then they'll face each other later. So I'm really excited to see what comes of this and see what the tournament yields, but I'm feeling very confident on these. And if you're ever interested, if you feel like I'm, I'm doing anything different, mention it in the comments. Let me know what you think about this different style. Um, I know a lot of people think that, that Mouse and Navi are guys that they just don't have the chance right now but look at the other teams that are possibly in in their in their in their league it's just it just doesn't match up as well all right so i kind of took a little bit extra time on that subject so i want to kind of bring it back bring it back to the crazy flub ideas so these are three different ideas that i've been saving for a while and 
I've been saving them basically for a rainy day, and I've got to these because we weren't able to play yesterday. So I want to talk to you guys about this and leave you guys on a good note with, with on Toffee's channel. So there's three different heroes that I'm really, really vibing on a lot lately, and they are Brewmaster, Shadow Demon, and Monkey King. Now, Brewmaster support is the thing that I'm gonna be at, uh, that I'm gonna be looking forward to. So Brewmaster support, weird position, I know, but Brewmaster support has a lot of potential, and I've been saying this for seven months eight months it was almost in i think when seven actually it was when 7.0 dropped so it was about six months ago when 7.0 dropped i was on this train from the very beginning i was like this guy's super awesome right now the look at his different abilities the, his different styles you just gotta look at the hero and see the potential around him and honestly i didn't even think about this but people are starting to pick him up lately and i saw as a support and one thing that i did not think about is his early automatic crit actually crits on a courier so if you want you can actually in the very beginning if you play it right you can smoke up or just use the clouds correctly use line of sight correctly you can work it like a bounty hunter does and move over to mid lane around you know one minute 30 two minutes around that area to go snipe the courier when the bottle's coming out an automatic crit automatically kills the, the courier and you get a bunch of free gold so there's that and you also can use him like an ogre so he gets that automatic crit he has that beefy base base hit points and he can just smack people down but he also has the availability of getting up a very low mana cost spell haze haze only costs 25 mana and it does it in an area now so you throw haze on on a group of people though drunken haze which does them 70 percent mischance it lowers their availability to right click creeps in safe lane so if you have a duo duo off lane he's a great support for that you can throw that mischance on people give them a hell of a time or you can just do it to mid you just go mid like you would with ogre the first few minutes say okay you're not going to get any last hits you're gonna have to bring a support here i can basically 1v1 that support so you're pulling the guys off of that safe lane giving a lot of potential to your off laner at the same time and he also has the availability whenever he does hit level six he has a great ultimate that is game changing that you can kind of smoke into move in and use your ultimate similar to how warlock works so he has a lot of potential on on that side of things and how i build him is you actually go crit first then you go into your your haze to slow people down and you then pick up one level and just basically one level in each you get a thunderclap and then you actually want to go more into haze get your ultimate when you can get your haze all the way up only keep a thunderclap at level one and then start leveling thunderclap so that you have your crit at level one and then you have your other stuff level and the reason why you do that is because haze gets off on a cooldown so that you can keep it constantly up and on someone so you just have a little bit of regen and it's possible to just keep them not hitting and you can't get true uh true 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 attacker uh true strike without some really weird way of getting around it you can't get true strike that early so he just puts out a lot of pressure on the map and it's more about denying the potential of what they can farm and putting pressure on people than it is about getting kills. So try it out, it's a lot of fun. 
There's a lot of different ways that you can move around with that. You can also do a mid shadow demon. Mid shadow demon is actually something that I've been working on a lot lately and I really, really support it. So the shrines not starting at five minutes makes this hero totally viable. He was completely unviable before because you could just use your shrines to, to take out the harassment and the availability of what he could do. Also, you have to play around the idea of raindrops. Raindrops really hurt the hero and in the very beginning you have to get first blood to make it work but it's very easy to get first blood and it's very simple and when you when you feel it out so when you start off with your normal mid items you generally have a right click of about 64 65 somewhere around there and that's a good last hit and his actual last hit is pretty quick it's it's very strong and you can actually use your shadow wave to last hit help you last hit help you harass at the same time so if you're using shadow wave to help harass and last hit you can get a lot of potential out of the lane and you can actually hit level three or four before they have a chance to get the courier uh, to level to, to to its flying courier state and be able to pick up the raindrops and you can get that that those levels and how you want to play it is you actually want to hold on to your second level so you get your shadow poison ability the shadow wave thing and you want to hold that and use that at first level if you're getting ganked you then pick up your disruption disrupt your target or disrupt yourself immediately with a, if there's a stun or slow coming in a lot of potential to help yourself get out of the lane also if you're you can also hold on to it for when you hit level 3, you'll put another point into Shadow Poison. So you have two points in Shadow Poison and nothing in anything else right now. And in lane, you can do Shadow Poison once or twice. And you can stack up these Shadow Poisons on someone so that they, they will actually think that they're okay. The first two ticks are not too bad to level up, but then people who are smart will back away for the third hit. This, If you're playing versus a smart person, you actually want to pick up your dis disruption to be able to disrupt them to easily get another tick on them to get them to, to third it lasts so long that if you position yourself correctly you can probably get a fourth and it does immense amount of damage immense it's it also self ticks so if you're going up against a ta which is a very popular hero right now you can have that potential and if you don't she's pretty squishy so you can actually disrupt her and the illusions are attacking her taking down her shield and also the shadow poison ticks on its own so you can just keep stacking it up and make someone just explode in mid my favorite timing is to do it when they're around four, level four so you can also add the bonus damage the increased damage on them by picking up the other level and its potential is very very strong so you get these this damage these levels you then pick up your you pick up a bottle you go for boots you get boots with um what is it? You get mana boots, because mana boots are incredibly important on the hero. Then you go into your veil. You then finish up your, once you finish up veil, you can go for your either your force staff, or you can eventually go into a aether lens that helps you get the longer range. I highly suggest it. And you can also go into the, but the last thing you want to go into, your third item is always Ag's. Ag Scepter is crazy great on the hero, and if you can get it before the 25 minute mark, it is incredibly, incredibly strong. And I have regularly gotten it before the 25 minute mark. You don't necessarily need a 
you don't need to have a availability of getting a Midas to work the hero. He has a lot of potential, especially with his early talents. You can pick up strength and make him more beefy. And when you get that early strength, you get more beefy and you have the availability of a veil that increases your health your armor, all of this great stuff, and your mana pool. It is just phenomenal the amount of damage that you can dish out at that point. So you have to also have a, a pushing hero on the team with him if you're having him mid. So Luna, Classic Luna, or any other hero that's gonna be basically hitting towers that you can make illusions with, or just, you know, just have a Jakiro. Make sure that you have some type of potential to push towers, because that's the one thing he's missing. And you have to push towers because he's gonna win the early game for you. So that's so that's my second hero, and kind of tell you, kind of shows you how you can play that hero. The third and last one is a carry monkey king, and carry monkey king is definitely a thing. I've been talking about it for months. I've been playing it and with huge success in my pubs, and the reason I I run it is whenever they pick up these melee solo offlaners like Axe, like Centaur. Like, uh, Timbersaw can work. Timbersaw's a little risky because you can't generally get out the damage as hard because he can get away with his Timber Chain. Though, he's doable. It's all of these guys that are, like, supposed to be incredibly good tanks that are really good versus melee. You can use your staff to just keep them out of range and get your attacks up and force them to get away and use the attacks to then get your denies off, get your last hits off gain control of the lane and push them away on on your first proc on your second proc of your ability to you know your your right your purposeful ability the best thing about monkey king is his jingu mastery so it's all about that using your jingu mastery to, to attack people out of lane that are melee so you want to use that potential to force people out and get the lane in your control once you have that once you have the money advantage you grab boots and you grab an orb of venom and you can just right click people down to death you actually don't even go your ultimate or your your jump ability you just go straight jingu mastery and your like crush ability the the big stun and you just knock people down and do a massive crit on top of them killing them i have killed axe countless of times i've been eight and zero by about six minutes on versus an axe and if you have the potential if you see the potential of them playing back that's when you pick up a level of your jump to be able to jump on top of them move that distance and get that potential out of their way if they keep going back to lane they're just going to keep dying and keep losing out it's an incredible way to play and i highly suggest you try it out all right so these are my three crazy flub ideas and with that that has to close out the show so all all these good things are ending at this point and this is my last show like i said in the beginning so i thank you guys for all of the fans that have sat here with me and kind of figured stuff out tried to uh kind of talk with me every week i really appreciate it you can always follow us on our new channel you can go to our new station on our uh twitch you can go to twitch.tv slash zombie panda studios all one word and you can follow us over there. I'm going to be streaming all week, all these different games, mostly Dota, but I'm going to be streaming different games all this week. You can also go follow us on our Twitter. You can go to our Twitter page at, at ZPandaStudios. So we have that. Um, I would like to thank Rebel Beats for, Base Rebels, not Rebel Beats, 
Bass Rebels for providing the free music. Uh, I also want to thank Toffees for everything that he's done and everything that he's provided for me. A great friend of mine and a great guy in general. And if you can follow all of his stuff, obviously you're here right now, but you can follow him at twitch.tv slash TV. You can also go to his YouTube channel at 5 Midas Gaming. If you want to, you can give to his Patreon at www.patreon.com slash toffees. It's a great help, so if you're feeling extra generous, you can always go there. If you have any inkling to listen to the audio versions instead of listening to these live, you can listen to them on Stitcher, iTunes, or SoundCloud. If you have any questions for me or Toffees, you can follow me at my Twitter, at FlubDota, and you can follow Toffees at his Twitter, at ToffeesTV. And if you follow me at my Twitter, you'll hear more about Zombie Zombie Panda Studios. If you don't want to follow, you can follow either one of us. We'll be self, I'll be self-tweeting about, about it because it's my passion project. And you can also go there. We're kind of, it's kind of me and Kimbrel's shared idea. So if your fans are there, you can always follow us there. Well, I am glad to leave you guys at this point. Um, this has been a great experience. And I'll catch you guys over on my own channel. Um, you guys have now been updated. And I hope to catch you guys next week for the Brewmasters Draft and the Flupdate once again. Alright, see you guys later.